This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, sisters and friends? Happy Monday, everybody. Y'all, as promised, we are here in this same outfit talking about a messy conversation about cancel culture. Um, And this kind of comes from, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, so we had our LO Scissor conference. It was amazing. God moved in crazy ways. We um, were able to see over 300 girls baptized and lives changed and restored and redeemed. And it was just beautiful. So I post all that on my Instagram and I'm posting all about the baptisms and how awesome it was. And of course, I get unfollowed by people because I mean, I'm sitting here posting about Jesus and baptisms and just like the gospel. And people are like, you know, no. Too much. Uh, too much. <laughs> way too much. We're going to unfollow follow. We don't need to see all this. So totally fine. You know, not, not your style. So unfollow. That's fine. Well, then at the end of the week, um, I posted about going to Disney World because right after conference, Christian and I have been feeling like we need to just do something special for Honey. And we could have done something special for Honey anywhere, but she loves Disney princesses right now. Like loves princesses, loves pink castles, loves the magic. Ariel and Rapunzel. Rapunzel, Moana. And I I actually had just preached on the story of Moana at conference. And Honey and I talk about this. You know, I watch the movies with her. I come up with these analogies on how I see God in it. And so she loves it. And we're like, okay, we are going to take her to Disney World. It would be so special. And it's just the four of us. We'd, we'd never done a trip with just like our little family because we're always traveling with our big family, which is so fun. But we just wanted like some special time with her because I went from maternity leave so life just changed for her crazy because we had Haven to going back to work full speed ahead because I had conference, we had my, our book coming out, like everything was crazy. So it's like, we're gonna get away to Disney and just have a special time. Where well, we did, we had the best time ever. But then I posted about um, it and I just said, you know, this quality time has been amazing. It was us in front of the castle. And oh my gosh. Ooh, talk about getting unfollowed for something completely different. Now I'm yeah. getting unfollowed because I'm too woke. I've gone crazy. People literally said, you're not even a Christian. How could you be a Christian leader? How could you call yourself a Christian? How could you bring your family to such a horrible place? And then people said, I have to unfollow. I have to unfollow. I have to unfollow. I saw these people that they have to unfollow me mm-hmm. because I chose to bring my family to Disney World, which is so crazy that I would do that. And it's so woke and I'm no longer a Christian. So at the beginning of the week, I'm unfollowed for being too Christian. And at the end of the week, I'm unfollowed for being too woke. And I just was like, you know, there is just something in this that we need to talk about because yeah. This cancel culture is honestly just so extreme. And what's really sad to me is people were going on my comments who like aren't necessarily Christians and they Mm -hmm. were like commenting like, this is crazy. Like these comments are crazy. Like Mm -hmm. why can't she just have a sweet time with her family? Like they don't understand why you'd be so aggressive to say like, you're not a Christian, you're terrible, I have to unfollow you because you would dare go to Disney World because Disney is so corrupt. Um, Which of course, Disney is 
you know, corrupt. And Disney does stand for things that I don't agree with. And so we're going to talk about and unpack, um, you know, how can you be in this world and not of the world? And how can you um, be someone who might be in spaces and places, but not be so critical of other people for where they're at and not define a person by where they're at rather Mm -hmm. than who they are. And so we just want to unpack this. We've been reading in some scripture and feel like we have um, some pretty cool points Mm -hmm. as to maybe how Jesus would respond in this time. And something that's really cool is that I'm reading this book right now and it says Jesus is not just our Lord and Savior, but He's our model. And I thought that was a really cool point because one, like He is Lord of Lords, King of Kings. Absolutely, He is God. But He also was our model on how to be fully human because Mm -hmm. He came to earth as a full human and like denied His deity, you know, Mm -hmm. to be human and to suffer and endure a cross. And like He could have just been like, I'm God, forget this. But like He modeled Himself as human, tapping into like being with the Father as a human and getting through hard things. And so what does it look like for Jesus to be our model in this? is kind of what I want to look at and think about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think and it's really good. Yeah, I think this could be a cool conversation. A long time ago, there was a long time ago. I don't know how long. I don't know if y'all, do you remember the WWJD? What yeah, would Jesus do? Yeah, yeah. Like that was a whole thing for a little while. The bracelets, yeah. what would Jesus do? And it kind of got like cheesy and corny or whatever. But I think it's it's really true and accurate. Like we should look to what Jesus did, what his time on this earth and the example that he was, because it is a model for us to be able to say like, okay, like how do we, how, how should we act on this earth? And how do we, because he was, you know, in the world, but not of the world, clearly. Yeah. And so how can we do that in yeah. the ways that he walked? And um, how do, how can we like model that? Also, um, I think about this a lot. Like, you know, Jesus was basically canceled by both sides as well. You know, if you look at Jesus, he talked about that kind of whiplash from like one side being like, oh, you're too Christian. Then the other side being like, oh, you're too in the world. And really that is exactly what happened to Jesus. The religious people, the Pharisees, the people who, you know, were seen as being like the most Christian Christian, which um, of the time period were um, the ones who ultimately called to kill Jesus. Like they didn't understand him. They couldn't. He was saying things that were so counter to what they thought they knew about what being religious looked like, that they were trying to trap him. They um, just... It, it just they thought he didn't look like what they expected yeah god god's son who the messiah to look like and so they canceled him and then the world didn't understand him either they were just like you look at um pontius mm-hmm. Pilate in the end he was like what? i don't really know what yeah. this is i'm gonna wash my hands of it i feel like there's something there's something special about him but yeah. i don't really understand it either and so both sides looked at jesus and were like Oh, because he he came he came with a message that was so counter to mm-hmm. what the whole religious thought was at the mm-hmm. time, and so yeah, a lot of times when you know you're in that space where you're kind of in the middle, you I kind of think about that with Jesus. I'm like, you know, you're in good company. You might be in good company yeah. because that's really kind of where he found himself. Yeah, that's so true. That is so good. So on that note, um, there's a story in Mark. And it's in chapter two and Jesus is hanging out with the sinners and the Pharisees are not liking it. So I'm just going to read it because um, it's pretty cool. It's Mark two verse 13. It says he went out again beside the sea and all the crowd was coming after him and he was teaching. And as he passed by, he saw Levi 
uh, sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, follow me. And so he rose and followed him. Then in verse 15, it says, And as he reclined at the table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners were reclining with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. And the scribes of the Pharisees, when they saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, said to the disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? And when Jesus heard it, he said, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but the sinners. And I mean, that's just like, Mm -hmm. it is what it is. But I know like a lot of people, when they are doing something maybe they're not supposed to do or they're involved with sin, they're like, oh, well, Jesus reclined at the table with sinners. Mm -hmm. And we're not saying like, this is an excuse to go sin because Jesus didn't sin when he sat at the table with sinners. Like Mm -hmm. Jesus did not um, become less holy when he set a table with sinners. He was always holy, but he, yet he was still in the presence with sinners. And the whole problem here um, that, the, that the Pharisees had was they were like, you can't be holy and be around such unclean. Yeah. And because to them, the Pharisees literally means like to be set apart. And so they were like set apart from anything that was unholy, anything that was ungodly. So in their mind, like to be holy is to be set apart from all things that are unholy. Mm-hmm. And so here Jesus is, and he's sitting with such unholy people in an unholy place. And they're like, you can't be holy if you're there. How could you be with them? How could you recline at the table with them and then say that? you know, you're God. But the thing that Jesus, you know, preached and lived is like, he is holy right? and he is always holy no matter where he is. So whether he's in the temple or reclining at the table with sinners, he is holy, not because of where he is, but because of who he is. Yeah, And that's, that's, that's for us too. Like I'm not holy because of where I am. I'm holy because of who Christ is in me. I can't obtain holiness without the holiness of God being in my heart, which actually is a song from Ella Worship. Mm-hmm. You're holy in the heavens, be holy in my heart. We sang that all, like we sang that the whole conference and then I go to Disney World. Well, does that mean I'm less holy because I'm in a place like Disney World? No, because my holiness isn't defined by where I'm at. It's defined by who is in me. And so I'm not all of a sudden... Um, because this is what people say on Instagram. Oh, if I'm in Disney World, that means I stand for everything Disney stands for. Mm-hmm. That means that I agree with everything that Disney says. That means, no, did Jesus do everything that the sinners did at the table? No. Did he agree with the way that they lived? No. He was reclining with them, but he wasn't mm-hmm. living like them. He didn't agree with them. He was perfectly in truth, perfectly in holiness, perfectly being God. And so for me, like as a Christian, as that, as my model, if I go to a place that might have sinners around, that doesn't mean I all of a sudden become a sinner. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I all of a sudden become and take on everything that that, that place stands for. That, that doesn't change who I am and what's inside of me. And I think that sometimes like it's true for the other way around too, just because you're in church and just because you're in yeah. a holy place doesn't mean you're holy. You know, you could be looking holy, appearing holy, being around holy people, being around the best of the best. But yet if mm-hmm. your heart is not pure, if your heart is not clean, if you, you are actually a sinner yeah. living in unrighteousness, living in a, then then you're not holy because you're in a church, <laughs> because yeah. you're in a holy place. Yeah. Just like you're not unholy because you're in an unholy place right it's not about where you're at it's about who's in you yeah that's so good there's that scripture that where jesus is like talking to 
the Christians, the Pharisees, and he's like, you're so concerned about making sure your plate looks clean or whatever, yeah. but it's actually what's on the inside. I think I, yes. I, let me find that. I, think yeah. I, I marked it because I was going to read it. Yeah. So he, um, yeah, Jesus is, it's, it's actually Matthew 23, the whole like title of that chapter is Jesus criticizes the religious leaders, but that's where he talks about, he says, um, you strain water so you won't accidentally swallow a gnat, but you swallow a camel. It's like you're worried about these like little bitty things, but you're you're actually like not even worried about the big thing. It says, what sorrow awaits you teachers of religious law and you Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are so careful to clean the outside of the cup and the dish, but inside you are filthy, full of greed and self-indulgence. Woo. First wash the inside of the cup um, and the dish, and then the outside will become clean too. So, yeah, I think Jesus just consistently takes it yeah. back to the heart, takes yeah. it back to the inside. And it's the whole, like, transfer of what, like, the religious people had thought. It was like, oh, you have to go to the Holy Temple, the Holy of Holies. You have to be clean to go in there. There's this place where God resides where Jesus is like, no, no, no. God doesn't reside here in this temple. God resides inside of you. The Spirit of God can live, actually live in you. Your body is the temple, yeah. and it's what's inside that it matters. It's not what's not what appears on the outside to yeah. be clean, but what is when you're clean on the inside. Yeah. And you can only be that Which can only is, be done by the washing of yeah of the, from the blood of Jesus. Which is really amazing when you think about the Pharisees sitting here saying like, this is an unholy place, but yet like the temple was the holy place. Well, the only reason that the temple was holy is because God's presence was there. Right. But Jesus was there with the sinners. Mm -hmm. So this now became a holy place because mm -hmm. Jesus is so holy. They're in the presence of his holiness. And so I just think that that's so cool. Like they're sitting here being like, this is not the place because they're looking at the outside. They're not looking at the inside. And Jesus like the whole purpose of being here is not for the righteous it's for the sinners like yeah. i'm coming here for the sinners and i think that sometimes like we say oh well this place is too corrupt this place is too bad like no christian go there no christian do that and then it's like well then it's just dark you know yeah and it's actually really cool like whenever i went to disney um world this week like we had no bad experience like we didn't see anything inappropriate that doesn't mean it's not going on behind the scenes i'm not saying it's not corrupt but i'm just saying i the guide that i had was just so awesome and she was like did you just have like a baptism event i saw and then she told me about her son getting baptized and we had this like awesome talk and i'm like how cool is it that like you work at disney you know that yeah. like you are like baptizing your kids love the lord like and mm -hmm. you work here yeah because we need people like right. you who work here, yeah. who, who are a light and who do yeah. love the Lord and who are bringing goodness in. So if we all were like, we're out, Jesus is like, hey, that's not why we're here. Like a physician, uh, those who are well have no need of a physician, but it's those who are sick, you know? Yeah. And I, I think about that, like um, we, we were talking about this and I know we might could get to this later, but just going ahead and saying it, because I think this is a, just a good point. Like whenever Jesus died on the cross and you know the romans are like killing him and he doesn't condemn them in that moment he doesn't say to god like you know they need to go to hell like i condemn them to hell like this is terrible they do all this stuff like he literally said father forgive them for they don't know what they're doing yeah. and like his compassion for them it wasn't mm -hmm. cancel culture it was compassion it wasn't like i cancel you it was like i have compassion for you i'm not like you're out you're going to hell because you're doing something wrong it's like god forgive them they don't know what they're doing and i think that like our response as the church doesn't need to be like i cancel you because yeah. you're so off it's 
to be like, God, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. God, help them to turn. Get, yeah. Let me be a witness to them. Let let me lead them to the way that you're like. They think they know what they're doing. They think right. they're doing the right thing, but they don't. Like they actually thought by killing Jesus was the right thing to do. Yeah. Like that, it was so wrong. Mm-hmm. It was so off. He, they're killing the Messiah, but like they thought that's what they need yes. to do because he's bringing corruption to the, like he's, right. he's re- bringing a rebellion. Like they mm-hmm. thought they were doing the right thing. And he's like, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. So like when you see these places that are like so off, it's, mm-hmm. it is sad and it is horrible. And you're like, this is so wrong. But like, God, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And then if you see a Christian go into that space, don't condemn them. Oh, you're out now because you associate yourself with that, which means you agree with all that, which means you support that. It's like, no, like, God, give them the strength to be such a light that maybe they could have the influence that turns, you know, like, yeah. why are we just like canceling instead of like actually seeing what God can do? So good. And yeah. I think it's the same for the Pharisees too, though. Forgive them for they don't yeah. know. They they did think like right. the temple's holy. They, they're going off of what had been this whole time. They just yeah. didn't yet know that Jesus was the Messiah. So it's like just having that compassion in your heart to be like, look, Mm-hmm. They don't know that they, they they haven't hasn't been revealed to them yet. Like mm-hmm. God, give them the eyes to see this. God, show them what your heart is in this. Um, help yeah, them to good. get rid of the old and understand mm-hmm. the new that you've come. That you've um, you know made the law perfect now and all mm-hmm. these things. And so I just think that like we're we're so quick to cancel in both ways. It would be easy for good. me to even look at those comments and be like, cancel Christianity. All these <laughs> religious people. It's so rude, right. you yeah. know. But it's like no, like they they're trying to help. You right. know, they're trying to help yeah. me understand yeah and let's just break it down a little bit more because mm-hmm. it's 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 not just oh you go to disney and you're woke it's like yeah. no like i'm going to disney for my family because yeah. my daughter who's two like loves yeah. princesses and we're spending quality time with her doesn't mean i agree with everything yeah. and it also doesn't make me become them because i went there right good that's good and i i think that like you know we all use discernment and think about like what's right for our family or what's not for, right for our family. And I do think there there's scripture that addresses that too. You know, if you look at like um, Romans and that's really where it talks about that kind of like how to some part, to one person, it might be against your conscience to another person it's not. And that we have to respect one another's, you know, discernment in that and wisdom in that and what the spirit is saying to them. And if it is against your conscience, if you do feel like, okay, I don't need to be in that space because I feel convicted of that in some way, or I need to make a statement or a stand or something in that way, then that is for you and and within, within your own conscience. But like to condemn someone else or to judge someone else for that, I actually think that that is what Romans is addressing and saying, like, don't do that. Like, Mm -hmm. don't, don't do that. Um, Romans 14 is where it does that. And and actually that was titled in this, in this um, version, the danger of criticism. Mm -hmm. And it says, um, except other believers who are weak in faith and don't argue with them about what they think is right or wrong. For instance, one person believes it's right to eat anything, but another believer with a sensitive conscience will only eat vegetables. Those who feel free to eat anything must not look down on those who don't. And those who don't eat certain foods must not condemn those who do for God has accepted them. Who are you to condemn someone else's servants? Their own master will judge whether they stand or fall. And with the Lord's help, they will stand and receive his approval. In the same way, some think one day is more holy than another, while others think every day is alike. You should each be fully convinced that whichever day you choose is acceptable. 
Those who worship in the Lord on a special day, do it to honor Him. Those who eat any kind of food, do so to honor the Lord. Since they give thanks to God before eating, and those who refuse to eat certain foods also want to please the Lord and give thanks to God. For we don't live for ourselves or die for ourselves. So I think that, you know, what the scripture is kind of telling us is like, we don't need to judge people who make a mm-hmm. determination to to not go to Disney, yep. but also the people who made that determination not to go to Disney don't need to judge yeah. the decision that you made to go, you yeah. know? And Disney is one example. Of course, there's a gazillion, you know? Once you start going well, down that road. Thing, which you were talking about, Christian <laughs> yeah. said, okay, if you're going to be telling me not to go to Disney World, please tell me you're not typing this on your iPhone. Because if you're typing on your iPhone, then <laughs> yeah. you have now bought something with a company that you totally disagree with as right. well. You're not wearing Nike shoes. You're not watching Netflix. You're not buying things off Amazon. You're not, yeah. I mean, because if you're going yeah. down that road, you're going to go down the road. All the which way. Which is fine if that's what you feel convicted to do mm-hmm. and that to you it's like i cannot associate with mm-hmm. um or give money to anything that i completely disagree mm-hmm. with and and to you like that's yeah. what you that's mm-hmm. your conscience and that's great like yeah. obey the holy spirit's conviction in your life to do yeah. that mm-hmm. but if it's not somebody else's then don't judge them to say like oh it's so terrible mm-hmm. because it's not like written in red letters like do not give money to mm-hmm. um you, you know Disney World. You right, know, it's yeah. not like mm-hmm. we're sinning yeah. to go and experience a time with our family. Right. And mm-hmm. this is more one of those that you have to you have to judge you have to, you know, obey what you feel and what you feel convicted by. Mm-hmm. And there's some things like we talked about Target, you know, recently had the big thing where a lot of people didn't go. And we also didn't go for a little while because we did feel right about making a stand for something that we felt went too far um, from the boundary of what we felt like was okay. You know, when there is satanic stuff going on and then artists and all that kind of stuff, it was like, okay, that's too far. You mm-hmm. know, we're going to make a stand. We're not going to support that or put our money to that right now because we we want to say that was too far, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and then, you know, months later, what I thought was kind of crazy is Christian, I had a new book coming out, How to Put Love First. It's coming out in October and Target picked up our book, which I thought that's pretty amazing. crazy that's and amazing awesome. because mm-hmm. I know they don't agree with what's in this book. Mm-hmm. When I tell you it is like scripture, when you read the book, it mm-hmm. is straight scripture. It is straight like, I mean, no hiding it. It's, it's about the love of God mm-hmm. um, and Target's carrying our book. So I mm-hmm. thought, you know, well, they don't agree with everything I'm putting out, but they're supporting it. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, partnering with it, which is awesome, yeah. you know? And so what a gift that yeah. we can be a light in that dark place. And well, so- and that's what I think a lot about, like things like when we did the television show with Hollywood, you know, people were like, oh, you're doing something with Hollywood, it's corrupt or whatever, or are things in the government or whatever. Yes, like this world is is corrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this yeah. world is fallen. Like every single piece of everything, single pl- thing that you interact with in this world, there's going to be levels of corruption and deceit yeah. and sin and all that because we're in this world. But like, if we, like you said, if we retreat from those spaces, if all of the light, all of what is good, mm-hmm. all of what is God, all the fruits of the spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness that are in us as believers, because we have the spirit in us. If we retreat from these spaces, then what do we leave these spaces? Mm-hmm. Only darkness. Yeah. And I just believe that we are called to be light in these spaces. We're not supposed to be hidden. You know, it talks mm-hmm. about we're a city on a hill, a lamp with a shade covering. We used to sing that song, this little yeah. light of mine, yeah. like hide it under a bushel. No, like, 
And so like, we should not be retreating from these spaces. We should be going into these spaces and being lights in these spaces. That's the only way that change is made. That's the only way change is made. I think about um, the story of Esther, you know, and how like, okay, so in that scenario, Esther could have said like, no, 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 I'm not going to the king's court. That's that's corrupt. Mm -hmm. That's bad. Like, I'm not a part of that. But instead, she was positioned in that place so that she could actually save her people. Yeah. Like God positioned her in that place so that she could save her people. And her courage in that space, you know, you look at um, Daniel, Mm -hmm. you know, and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, like they were in these spaces that were corrupt. They still lived holy and they still made the choices that they needed to make to live under God and, and the plan that he had for them but they were in the spaces and had they not been in the spaces they would not have had the impact yeah on on the king on the king yeah. and so i do believe that you know yes there are things that we disagree with that mm-hmm. are in everything because that's the world yeah and there are things that you might feel specifically convicted to to yeah. draw the line on and say okay i'm not gonna support Mm -hmm. that or or whatever but i do think you know we really have to if we want to be honest with ourselves like the the further you go down that road it's like we're gonna be making our own soap we're gonna be like you know we're gonna be be making it all we're gonna be doing it all go to walmart because you think that's better like the products in walmart are you gonna go down the line of what does this product and this person stand for and who is that supporting if i pay my money to that you know and um and and maybe that's where you make the determination to go, you know. And maybe ten years from now we'll be like, we're this with is you. what we're doing. We're making you know? our own soap <laughs> exactly. too. Exactly, we're doing it too. You know, yeah. I don't really know, but I just know that like we cannot convict or condemn or judge each other where we are in this yeah. because I do think there's direct scripture that yes. that says that. There's also. Um, in Matthew, Matthew 11, um, Jesus says this. And I, so he says, um, to what can I compare this generation? It's like children playing a game in the public square. They complain to their friends. We played wedding songs and you didn't dance. So we played funeral songs and you didn't mourn. I feel like that's like, we yeah. cannot win. Can't it's like, win. we're doing this and like you you aren't, there, you aren't with us. We're doing this and you're not with us. But then it says, for John didn't spend his time eating and drinking. And you say he's possessed by a demon. The son of man, on the other hand, feasts and drinks. And you say he's a glutton and a drunkard and a friend of tax collectors and other sinners. But wisdom is shown to be right by its results. That's good. And I think that's so powerful because, yeah, he's saying basically kind of what just happened to you. It's like he's like John the Baptist is like so holy that you're like, oh, too much, too much, too far. Yeah, he's weird. And then Jesus is sitting with tax collectors and sinners. And you're like, oh, He's a glutton. He must be a glutton and a drunkard, you know. So there is a place where we're not trying to please man. We are trying to please God, and that's who we're living for. And so we each have to call that into account for ourselves. Which is a really good point to to make for the individual person who's listening. Like, if you make your decision off of the opinion of man, you are going to be tossed to like the waves of the ocean. I mean, you are just going to never be on solid ground. You know, yeah. because you'll go too far this way and you'll be too weird because you're too Christian and you'll go this way and then you're so mm-hmm. terrible because how could you? Because you're supposed to be a Christian and then you'll go back. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of celebrities like kind of 
fall when they mm-hmm. get in that that dance because they're like trying to please the world and they're trying to please the church and it's like you really can't please both and mm-hmm. you really can't please either anyway and mm-hmm. so like I'm not responding to this and I'm not responding to that like God I'm responding to you and yeah. so like and because I'm responding to you I can stand on solid ground like I can mm-hmm. confidently make my steps like the godly walk with integrity I can walk forward in mm-hmm. integrity knowing this is why I do what I do it's not because I'm being careless and unthoughtful and I'm just walking and I'm just going Disney yeah. World no I, I think about these things but I know with a clean heart and a clean conscience like I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing this for the right mm-hmm. reasons. I'm not doing this because I agree with everything. I'm not teaching honey what the back ends of Disney are and mm-hmm. saying that we support that. No, like we're going because we're going to meet yeah. Rapunzel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to go home. We're going to talk about the fireworks and all these different things. Yeah. And so I think, you know, when you're right with God, you know, you can be, you can walk before man and yeah. not really be as torn down whenever people disagree with you. And I think like there are, there is something to like being called out for things. And I think, I think calling someone out in cancel culture are two different things. And I do love, like there was a comment on my post that I thought was really good. It was kind of like, yeah. Hey, I was this mom and or grandma and she said, you know, Disney's not what it was 25, 30 years ago. And she said, I understand wanting to create traditions for your kids. Like you experience and mm-hmm. you want to give them that. She said, but for our family, like, we it's different now we're not gonna continue on that legacy for our kids because we just don't agree with what disney's putting out and we don't want to be part of that i was like man i respect that like i get that That, that's an honest point that Mm -hmm. you know i loved disney world as a kid and it was so great and it isn't what it is anymore and so maybe we don't have to carry on that tradition for our Mm -hmm. kids you know but for us right now, we don't really feel that way. I mean, we're putting on Frozen and uh, Tangled and mm-hmm. Moana and these things that Honey loves. And we're actually getting spiritual things out of them and able to share with Honey just things that we see God and even the Little Mermaid, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, we don't feel that way right now, but maybe we will later. You know, maybe if we keep going down this road and things start to change and movies are putting out completely false messages that I do not want Honey to see, we're not going to let her watch that. Like, mm-hmm. we're drawing the line, of course course you know and so I think that there's healthy there's some health in having the conversation of what is too yeah. far and what has changed and how do we be in the world and not of the world you know how how do we do this in a right way mm-hmm. that there's the difference in that and then saying you're not a Christian I had to unfollow I'm so disappointed you agree with everything I can't believe you stand with Disney so you support this and this and this and this no you know like no and I think that I just love going back to to the this story about Jesus going to the sinner's house, like the Pharisees thought because you were physically in a place of unholiness, you were unholy. But Jesus is saying, no, I am holy no matter where I am. And I just love that thought of like, God, you're in me, your holiness is in me. So I can step into these places and be that light of the world Mm -hmm. that um, you've called me to be. And I think also like to the point of Disney and what they're putting out, like if they put out movies that I have heard have false messaging or messaging that's against the gospel of course like i do not support that i do not pay money to the theater to see that i do not watch that at my house Mm -hmm. we're not we're not supporting all things that disney put out because we went to disney world there are definitely things that i think are too far that i would not let my kids watch but if i have watched the movie and Mm -hmm. like frozen and it's a beautiful movie about sisterhood and i literally get to tell honey that 
uh, Haven is the Elsa to her, mm-hmm. the Anna to her Elsa, and she loves that. Like that's different, you know. Yeah. And so I think there is something too. Like we get to make decisions for our life, and um, just because we do one thing doesn't mean we're all in. And I right. think some people like that's even self control to say I'm gonna have like I'm gonna watch this, but we're not gonna watch this. You know, we're mm-hmm. gonna be part of this, but that doesn't mean we have to accept all of it. And for some reason, it's like with social media, it's like if you do one thing, you're supporting a whole movement or you're a part of this whole thing and it's almost like we've lost the gift of just being able to be our individual selves which is so Mm -hmm. crazy because like we all have these individual profiles and we get to like be ourselves it says like sadie robertson huff that's me there's my icon there's my name but then all of a sudden it's like i can't be my person like i can't be who i am because unless like i like i have to be with this group or that group or this Mm -hmm. uh you know whatever it is party or this religion or this that it's like no like i'm i'm me yeah and there's i'm not this group or that group like i'm me and i am have the holy spirit in me who's leading me and who's guiding me to be fully the original person that god created me to be to do what i'm called to do and so what we have to let people be their individual selves you know we can't just let one individual's decisions be grouped with a whole entire group of people and i think that that's not really fair yeah and that's what we're doing i think that's good that you're saying that because you know when you went to disney i was like oh you know when you post this like you're gonna get it you know you're gonna hear it because you know Of course, I know people have strong opinions about it. And so, but it is that idea that like, you know, if I'm representing you, who I am in this space, you know, on Instagram or whatever, I want to be true and fair for who I am and not censor myself based on the response that I might think I might get from like this audience or that audience or this audience, that audience. And and that can go both ways. Like we can, we can so censor ourselves and say like, Oh, I'm only going to put out what I know my audience wants to hear. And like the world is doing that. Most people are doing (laughs) that. Most of the world. Most of my (laughs) friends are like, you're crazy. Why would you post that? Yeah. Just don't say it. Yeah. You know? Because but the world and but the, also the world is doing the that too. They're too. going down this uh-huh. road of like saying like, okay, like what do people do want to like? hear? What are they gonna like? How do I like get into my audience, my niche audience yep. and speak to them and just like only say the things that they want because I can build that up and I can grow that and I can do all that. But instead we say like, no, like I'm going to I'm going to be honest and authentic to who I am and what I believe and where I am in life right now and also like it's okay if you disagree. It's yeah. that, that's okay, you know, like and in humility like I could be wrong. Maybe like I said 10 years from now we'll be like, "Oh, you know, maybe not." You yeah. know, that was going in a different direction than or whatever and we we couldn't be the impact that we thought we could. And I yeah. think that's the thing. It's like is there spaces that we can actually like still be in and make impact in and be lights in um, or do we just retreat? And, and I just don't think that that's where God calls us to retreat, you know? And so I think that, but like I said, I do believe that like we are trying to be our authentic self in this space on social media, whether it's going to be something that we know yeah. Our like fan base is gonna like or not yeah. like, and I think that's great that you went ahead and shared that. Yeah, that's what you did. That's what yeah. your family did. It's so and true. So- I'm glad you said that because we have people who we're friends with that like come to our stuff that are like Christian things, and they have big followings. And they're like, oh, we're not gonna share it though, just because like my following doesn't really like Christian stuff, and so it wouldn't be like good for my yeah. following. And, like I'm like, that's that's fine. That's that's your call. That's your following. But it makes me sad because I'm like, but you love it. Like, but you yeah. agree with it. But you're all in for it. But it's like I can't. Put 
post it because I know I'll be unfollowed. And like, I just don't, I can't do that with my page. And I mm-hmm. think, but do I pay the consequences? Yes. Do I get unfollowed? Yes. Do I get hate in the comments? Yes. But I'm like, but that's who I am. I'm not yeah. going to hide that or like manipulate my page to look a certain way because mm-hmm. I know this group of people agrees with it. And I think that that's why I do have such a like, broad following of like mm-hmm. people like even people that came to conference or like some yeah. are just like not christians at all don't know jesus but they you know like my instagram or whatever mm-hmm. and then some are like love jesus because they listen to my podcast and they mm-hmm. you know have followed along for years and all these things and i love that there's like a lot of different types of people coming in because it's not like we all just think the same or like it's beautiful that we're all diverse and that we have different thoughts and maybe we can come together and see new sides of the attributes of who God is. Like if we're all made in his image and there's a lot of diversity here, like tell me a, a side of God that I haven't seen, you know, that, but it's all going to line up with scripture, of course. But I just yeah. think that is really cool because um, I had people, even whenever we had a Moana birthday party for honey, like, are you really going to do Moana birthday party? Like, you're going to get so much hate. And I'm like, yes, because she loves Moana. Like that's mm-hmm. her thing. And then it's like, well, don't post about it because you're going to get hate. And then finally, like, it's really funny. Um, our nanny's probably going to listen to this. But she she said that people will say to her, like, oh, so doesn't she know she's going to get hate? And she goes, she doesn't care. And it's not that I don't care. I mean, yeah, it stinks to get hate. But it's just that, like, I am not going to not be honest with where mm-hmm. I'm at and what I think because I think that you're not going to agree with me. Yeah. I would rather do it and then have a conversation like this where we really, like, back it up with all the things that we think and, you know, where we find the basis of our truth and on the word of God and how Jesus lived. And that's why podcasting is my favorite thing that we get to do. And I'm kind of like over Instagram, even though I'm going to keep doing it because (laughs) you're just going to be misunderstood when you have one picture and a caption, Mm -hmm. but it's so great to like back it up and have a full conversation because just because you follow somebody doesn't mean you know somebody like Mm -hmm. you might see their pictures, you might see their posts and you think you know them. But if you saw my post about Disney World, I bet you a million dollars you didn't know there's 45 minutes behind that story mm-hmm. that we're sitting here telling yeah. you, you know, the mm-hmm. that context and that people said, you know, people aren't going to like that. And that I knew you might like people thought people were saying in the comments, she probably doesn't even know that Disney's corrupt. And she probably mm-hmm. just and they were defending me, which is really yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I do know. Mm-hmm. I'm not just living life like, you know, yeah. just trying to see with rose colored glasses. But like, I actually have a truth underneath this yeah. that's um, guiding the decisions that I'm making. Yeah. And when I'm doing the decisions I'm making, I'm not doing them loosely because I don't want to be influenced by the world. Mm-hmm. I don't actually want to go to a place that I think is going to influence my family in a negative way. Yeah. But because I know I'm the most influential person in Honey's life more than even Disney World, maybe I can go and guide her through this with the lens of truth, with yeah. an anchor to Jesus. How to live in the world, but not be of the world. Uh So yeah, I will take my family to places and spaces that might not look Mm -hmm. like a church, you know? Yeah. But I'm going to show them how Jesus is even here because Jesus is in you. Yeah. And so I I don't feel um, bad about taking her to those spaces because I'm teaching her in those spaces. Just like when we watch Moana, then I'm preaching on Moana. Maybe that's showing, honey, how can I see God in everything that I do? Mm -hmm. Which is what Two Mama taught us to do. She would take Mm -hmm. us to the movie and she'd say, how did you see God in that, you know? And so, man, I'm so glad we had this conversation because – you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I don't even know what the new Twitter's called. X, X, X <laughs> TikTok. You know, it's a place to be who you are and to be followed by people, all these things. But Which, if you even take it back, okay, people commenting on Instagram. 
I mean, we had a show on Facebook for a little while, Facebook Watch Show, and people would comment on Instagram and say, oh, I can't believe so you're true. doing a show with Facebook. And they're commenting on Instagram saying, I can't believe you're doing the show with Facebook, which owned is by owned people. by the same people. So you're just like, they're so corrupt. Facebook's awful, but you're on Instagram. And like you're on Instagram making a comment about, I can't believe you're in a space like Disney World where you're in a space of Instagram that has a ton of corruption. There's yes. so many things. We've been, we've been... I posted one time about abortion and Instagram shut me down and cut down our whole thing. You know, there's we, but we're still in that space because we believe that we can be a light in that space. Mm -hmm. And I think perhaps we, you know, with having Duck Dynasty, we kind of got this like front row seat to that, like immediate, like, oh, Christians are going to hate you for this and the world's going to hate you for that. And like, if you, like you said, just that toss and turn, if you're going to try to please either side you're going to get tossed and turned but if you just like look to god and say like god i'm gonna i want to follow you i want to please you the work is not for the work is for you yeah then um you know he's gonna guide you and he's gonna mold you into that and kind of like give you discernment in each space and where you are. I think, you know, ultimately that's such a good point. You're commenting on Instagram about how terrible Facebook is and they're owned by the same people. And it's like, I would never have Facebook, but you have Instagram also owned by the same people who agree with all the the same things. But so I think ultimately it's like, stop worrying so much about where you're at or about what app you have or what product you're buying and like worry about who you are. Like, what is your purpose in being there? What, who is in you? because it's not these things that are making me who I am. Christ has made me who I am. I'm not influenced by um, the world. I'm influenced by Christ and I want to be an influence in the world. To be honest, truly, and I mean this with all sincerity, if I did not see purpose in having social media, I would delete it all today because it's hard. It's Mm -hmm. frustrating. We talk about this. Me and my sister cry to my mom about Mm -hmm. how hard it is sometimes to Mm -hmm. be, to live your life in front of so many people. And it just, you don't want to post it's not like honestly it's it's not fun you know it's not fun to like put yourself out there and post something just to get half the people disagreeing with whatever you did but I'm like for the sake of being the light of the world I want to you know I want to stay in there even though it's hard even though you know obviously the agenda is against what I'm putting out there as a Christian but like I need to be in those spaces so I think like if you can stop looking at where you're at and what you're doing look at who you are that will anchor you that will guide you you can walk into places and spaces and be confident in your footing and i think that that's something that we all struggle with you know it's like oh what if i post this and i get unfollowed what if i do this and i get it's like hey i actually know when i post this i'm gonna get unfollowed i actually (laughs) know when i post this i'm gonna get so much hate but i'm doing that not because i don't care not because it doesn't upset me i'm doing it because it's what i believe and maybe i can make an impact on someone's life who hasn't thought about this yet who hasn't opened the word and been like wait what does mark 2 15 say like what did that mean when he reclined at the table why did the pharisees get so mad at him what was their understanding when he said father forgive them what, what was he talking about when, when we're talking about um the criticism of the world and how like you know like what if what if these people haven't dove into the word yet and we can help them anchor themselves on truth so that you're not just going back and forth to and fro you're not just so confused and scared to post this and scared to do that and trying to stay in this land and trying to beat the algorithm and hack the 
algorithm make everyone like you it's like actually like that is too hard of a battle to fight like i'm just anchoring myself in christ he already fought the battle he already won the battle i'm tagging along with that victory i'm walking in that freedom i'm walking with that truth like that's who i am walking with that's who i'm living for and i'm bringing everyone around me wherever i go to that the way the truth and life and so that's what that's what we're trying to do here there you go that's it I was thinking, I didn't look the scripture up before, but as you were talking about, I was thinking about that scripture that talks about how like, to the measure that you judge others, you will also be judged. And I mean, that's directly to us as believers, Mm -hmm. because like, yeah, we can really sit in this place and be like, oh, you, you know, you did this or you shouldn't have done that or whatever. But Jesus just points it right back. He's like, nope, like the measure that you're actually judging others, what standard you hold them to, you're going to be held to. And that that's a scary proposition if you start thinking about it, you know, so you better like we we better like for me, I'm like, all right, back it up. Like in the speck of you look at the the speck of the sawdust in your brother's eyes when you have the plank in your own eye, you know, all those scriptures that says like, oh, actually, you need to look inside. You need to look at your own heart. And so like. I mean, that speaks to me and I hope that that speaks to people who are who are listening to this and everything. And and we're not saying that to say like, oh, like all of you people are awful who made these comments. Like we're not saying that at all. We're just saying that, like, be mindful and thoughtful about that whenever you look to judge someone else or make it make a determination about whether or not they are a Christian. You know, yeah. it's one thing to say because like, hey, God's put this on me. I just want to share it with you because I feel like, like that maybe you need did. to think about yeah. this. But then another thing to say like, oh, you're actually canceled. That whole cancel culture. I you're have canceled. to unfollow you I have now. to unfollow you. Like, I, my daughters cannot follow you anymore because of this, you know, that cancellation and just that idea that like to the measure that you're judging others, you also will be judged. Yes. And remembering that like you're actually influencing people like you're you're a believer and your ultimate goal, hopefully as a believer, is to bring people to the Lord, to tell people about Jesus, to bring people to heaven and like while you're commenting that you're influencing my five million followers who see my posts and see those comments and you have the badge of Christian on you. And so like, just think about that, you know, like it's not just me as a Christian that's influencing people with my posts. You're influencing people too with your comments. And that's why people come on my posts and they go, this is terrible. Like, what is the church? Like, what is Christianity? That's They're so mean. They're so judgmental. And it's because of that. Now, again, that's not to say you can't speak up and say, hey, you know, I, I, I wish you wouldn't have gone to Disney. These are what, this is how we feel. This is what we think. Maybe, you know, you can have a heart change on that, whatever, with compassion and love, trying to encourage me in that. That's great. But to say something so rude and so hateful and so spiteful and so unfollow, that to me is just so not the heart of Christ, you know? And so you are being an influence too when you comment on people's stuff and I love what we, it said in Matthew 23 when Jesus is like saying like, you care so much about the show on the outside, but it's like, but like think about what's on the inside. And even that is kind of like ironic in that scenario because you are putting it out there on the outside. And it's like, that matters too. Your words are influential and it does matter. It matters how you comment. It matters how you how you write. And I love people just encouraging me throughout the comments because they're like, hey, like we just want to say like, I love that you took your daughters there and I know they we disagree with it, but I like quality time, like they're just like trying to be like, hey, like mm-hmm. let's like cheer her on. Let's believe the best. Let's actually encourage her and her family. And I'm like, that's awesome. So some of you guys are, are doing that. And some of you, if you listen to this and you were one of those people that commented, again, no hate, no shame. Um, 
hopefully this just opens it to a conversation that maybe you haven't thought of the other side of it before. And maybe today we've all grown and we've all learned um, to be more like Jesus as our model. He's our Lord and Savior. He's our model. And he was one that um, no matter where he went, he was holy because that's who he is. And because his spirit dwells in us, we're not holy because of where we are. We're not holy because of what we buy or what we put on ourselves. We're holy because of who is inside us, because the spirit of living God is in side of us. And so let that transform you today. Let that be what defines you today. Let that be what you anchor and you base your decisions off of today. So um, great conversation about the messiness of cancel culture. (laughs) Thanks for diving in. Always.